I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to today's edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. Uh, what a great uh, time it is together and study God's Word in the Bible. Glenn, it's, it's, it's just exciting to be able to do this. Kerry, it, it, it does. I, I can't really get enough every, every day. Uh, you know, and people think I'm nuts here, but I get up sometimes at two, many, today was two o'clock in the morning. Wow. So, uh, I just really enjoy feeding and eating on the Word of God. And we're going to be talking uh, about that, too, where he just reveals. So the revelation of God's Word impacting not my only, uh, not only my life, but uh, how we're just seeing it go all over uh, this earth. And we're just so thankful, just so thankful. You know, I was thinking as you were talking about that, that Number one, uh, this all grew from something that you've been doing since 2006 called the REPL Minute, which is a um, great daily Monday through Friday biblical, uh, I call it a, a, a moment of inspiration uh, to really get your day going the right way. And, and as we were talking about, all the titles really seem to build on the kingdom living precept. And Glenn, I know in your, in your business where you're helping people uh, in the work that they're trying to do financially, uh, you've adopted that as as one of the real uh, core tenets of what you do. You call it reach your purpose, and then as we've talked about, we we appropriate that because we really feel that's even that much more true when we're talking about uh, things of God and kingdom living. And it's exciting to see uh, people from literally so many countries around the world tuning in. I guess it's uh, uh, two almost two and a half million people every ninety days are uh, being reached by uh, what we're doing with the Kingdom Living Podcast. And we've been hitting some really great uh, topics. And today is one of those that I think you're, the, the folks that are tuning in are really going to enjoy hearing about, although you have to kind of uh, maybe pull in some Old, Old Testament uh, uh, understanding when we talk about uh, the word that's in the title. And, and I'm excited for us to just dive right in. And by the way, if you're new to the Kingdom Living podcast, they're available for you absolutely free of charge. The repliminute.com, everything is there. It's at your fingertips. Um, you can access it from your mobile phone, your desktop computer, your tablet, you know, whatever you've got that will let you get a hold of this, uh, this good word. And you'll see everything <coughs> is available to there free of charge just for you to uh, continue to develop your own kingdom living walk. Glenn, this is going to be exciting for us to get into today's topic. But it, it is, and it's just so neat to, to, to just grasp the revelation of, of, of the Word of God. And we're just so thankful that uh, we have a platform here to speak life uh, across the earth. And so and the question that, that I really want to ask today is, can you enter, can you enter the presence of God now? Can you enter the presence of God now? And where does Christ dwell now? <laughs> and by the way, when I ask these questions, these are questions that I've, I've, I've asked myself. And, and, and as I read the word of God, I'm asking questions all along. And, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit begins answering these. So, so it's really important. So uh, and what we like to do in each of our, our podcasts is, is actually put that fraud fire extinguisher, because we have that book, Fraud, that we uh, have written. And, and, uh, and, and with that, because these are lies that we have adopted and we think of, we've built a mindset around. And so we have kind of a mindset around we have to be sacrificial. We have to, we have to sacrifice ourselves. Uh, and again, 
uh, we have a sacrifice that's already happened, and that's Jesus Christ paid the ultimate price to set us free and give us liberty. So what we're doing, uh, we want to recognize that we have the divine, a divine presence mindset versus a sacrifice mindset. We want to move into the divine presence mindset. We're going to be talking about the tabernacle uh, today because we are the tabernacle. And this scripture here helps define this really well, which is 1 Corinthians 6 verses 19, uh, verse 19 in the, in the Passion Translation. Have you forgotten that your body is now? And the word now, I always like to underscore because it's now, the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness. Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness who lives where? In carrying you and I and, and those listening. You don't belong to yourself any longer for the gift of God. The Holy Spirit lives inside your tabernacle, your sanctuary. Oh, that's so, so important. So let's, let's, uh, and so let's just do a review. And I say this is a review because we, I think it's really important that every time we meet, that we go through uh, just some basics to grasp, again, uh, the three greatest uh, historical events ever. And the first and greatest historical event is creation, is that God spoke into existence and created the heaven, and he spoke, because God is spirit. He's spirit and truth, and what we want through this podcast and this teaching here is allow the Holy Spirit, because the teacher is the Holy Spirit here. It's not Carrie and Glenn, and we're speaking truth here, and, and so he created that the first and greatest event was creation, and God created the heavens and the earth, and then how'd that work out with, with Adam and Eve? Well, Adam and Eve trusted and believed uh, in, because there's two trees in, in the garden, the tree of life and the tree of good and evil. When you eat of the tree of good and evil, uh, you'll surely die. And so, and this is the, and, and this is what they did. They, they went their own selfish ways. They went their own independent way. They didn't really believe that they were like God. They were created in the image and likeness, and they believed and trusted the serpent rather than their father. And so with that, death entered in, sickness, disease entered in, uh, and all the shame and the guilt and the pain and condemnation, this inferiority complex we have, the orphan spirit looking for our father, rejection, injustice, fear, and all these symptoms are, are part of the second greatest uh, historical event, which is the fall. And so that's what we're born into. Uh, however, the green line was in it, the intended purpose that God always had for his, for mankind was, was to be eternal, eternal beings, eternal life, to never die. And so death, spiritual, physical death entered in during that period of time. And you need to go back to some of the past podcasts we've had about never die. And so during the fall, uh, so we have the fall, yet the third and greatest historical event is redemption, is redemption. And that's, and, and with that, uh, Jesus paid the full price, redeem us back into that image and likeness. We're recreated uh, into that image and likeness. And, and then heaven opens up through Jesus. Jesus came, he says, the kingdom of God is here in your midst now. 
And so we're going to be looking at some scriptures here to just open up this heaven, because uh, heaven, the kingdom of God, he came to bring the kingdom of God to earth. And that was the purpose in the beginning with Adam and Eve, was to bring the kingdom, manifest this earth and, and, and for the glory of God. And so this has been restored. And what we see is this kingdom of darkness that we're born into uh, is, is darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence is that uh is that for lack of knowledge my people perish and this lack of knowledge is in knowing who we really are and and sin is not knowing our identity and so the sin entered in through adam and eve because they didn't believe that they were made like god and so if we still believe that we're not made in God's image and likeness, we're going to be living in that fallen mindset, that sacrificial mindset. I have to work. I have to, I have to slave. I have to labor uh, to get to God. Uh, no, God's divine presence uh, is, is inside of us and have that mindset of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, not through our anything, not what we do to get to God, it's what Jesus Christ did. So it's important that we grasp the, these ideas. So, and again, we can enter into God's rest now. And we have a, a, a teaching, a podcast we did on that. Where Today, it's now. Uh, we enter into that promised rest. That was the promise, entering into the promised land, that seventh day rest that we get every day when we're filled with, filled with the anxiety and the worry and, and, and that shame and, uh, and just the condemnation because the enemy is wanting to condemn us and just accuse us of all the past and the present uh, things that go through our thoughts. So, so it's having a mindset of recognizing the divine nature that's that lives inside of us. Uh, so the first scripture, one of the main scriptures that we have just kind of taken as a core scripture, because it ties everything uh, I think that we do together is, and there's several scriptures all the way from Genesis, Revelation, that they're all really tying and pointing to one thing, and that's towards Jesus, Jesus Christ. And this is in Colossians 3 verses 1 through 4 in the Passion Translation. And again, you'll see we use a lot of different translations. And so it's not uh, about the translation. It's it's trying to get the revelation of what's really being spoken here through God's word. And again, there's only one translator. There's only one translator, and that is the Holy Spirit. So it's important that it's not about the translation as much as the Holy Spirit speaking to your mind, to your heart, and opening up that hard-heartedness that can be there to allow the Word of God to enter in. So here's, here's, here's uh, Colossians 3. Christ, and I just love this, Christ's resurrection and I like to personalize it, is my resurrection too, is your resurrection too. This is why we, I, yearn for all that is from above. For that's where Christ sits. He's above. I mean, he's not beneath. He's above, meaning, meaning it's, it's, it's a higher standard. It's a higher place. And that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. So yes, I feast. I feast. We feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm, the unseen realm, and fill our thoughts with heavenly realities, because the unseen created the seen. 
So we, the, 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 you know, we, we don't see God, but we're going to learn to, to see how do we, how do we enter into God's presence? It's going to be a part of what we, we're going to be uh, dealing with today. Uh, so we want to fill our, and when a feast are on all the heavenly, we're going to fill our thoughts with heavenly realities, the truth of God, and not with the distractions of the natural realm, what we see with our natural eyes and hear with our natural ears, because there's so much noise out there that we're not hearing God's voice. We're not seeing him either, because we're still looking through our eyes, our natural eyes. So, so uh, and do not fill our, 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 our thoughts with our natural realm. So here's verse three, you're my crucifixion with Christ my crucifixion. Carrie, Glenn, those watching and listening, your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. We're in, in severed tie with this. And now, and now our true life, our true, true, true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. And uh, this is the verse that really is, I think, just moves in all of our grave. And as Christ himself, as Jesus Christ himself is seen, is seen, and again, that's seen with the invisible, with the spiritual eyes, with the, with the Holy Spirit eyes. As Christ is seen for who he really is, who I really am, who you really are, will also be revealed as Christ is seen for who he really is. And again, that's seeking, that's seeking. As Zacchaeus was seeking Jesus sitting in the tree, we're seeking to see who is Christ for who he really is. And then who we are will also be revealed. For And this, is, this tells us who we are. For you, I, we are one now with him in his glory. The glory isn't something in the sweet by and by. It's a glory that we get to experience now that happened 2,000 years ago. That happened when he said it's finished. And that glory enters into us through understanding our identity in Christ, our redeemed nature that we have through Jesus Christ and the blood that he shed that was, was shed on the cross. And so we have that glory in the presence now. So, one of the things that we're going to be that we're dealing with and talking about is the tabernacle, and and with that, our body is the sacred temple. It is the tabernacle. And this scripture that I read before, but I want to read it again because we're going to be dealing and walking with this. And in First Corinthians six nineteen through twenty, is that have you forgotten? Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple, the tabernacle of the spirit of holiness? who lives in you. So, so where, where does the divine nature of God live? He lives in us. You don't belong to yourself any longer for the gift of God. The Holy Spirit lives inside of your sanctuary, your temple, your tabernacle. You were God's expensive. We're paid for with a price, which is Jesus's blood that was sat, that sacrifice, a one-time sacrifice. So we don't have to be sacrificing. We have to be walking in the knowledge of knowing our identity of what Jesus Christ did. As we understand what he did, we'll understand who we are. The expensive purchase price paid with tears, for with tears of blood. So by all means, then use your body to do what? To bring glory to God, to bring glory to God. And that's a now, a now situation. So 
one of the things that I, I've really just enjoyed this, this, this visual picture here of, of God, of Jesus, of the Holy Spirit breathing and, and revealing the word of God through, through, through the Bible. And we see this young lady here with the light of Christ, the illumination coming. And again, I know in my own life, and Carrie, you probably have the same thing here. When I get revelation, when the Holy Spirit is speaking, you know, I just get chills. I, I get a, a numbling down my spine. I, I just sense sometimes that my cells just renewing inside of me, uh, the blood flowing. And with that, the, my eyes, my illumination of eyes, and just the joy of the Lord just fills, uh, fills myself. And, and with that, that peace that passes understanding comes in and I enter into rest, that rest, because the anxiety and the worries of the day and the worries of yesterday or the worries of the future, they're gone because Christ is living in me. So I just I, I just put that that picture because as we reveal and talk about the tabernacle, uh, it's really important that that we understand some of the processes here to get into God's uh, the presence of God because that's entering into the presence of God is is a part is a major part of the tabernacle. And there's three parts of the tabernacle. Uh, we have uh, the outer court. Uh, we have the holy place and we have the holy of holies and that's the entering into the presence of God. So there's a, a part and we enter in to the tabernacle through the gate and through the gate. We enter through the gate with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So a major part of what we do is we're praising God and thanking God. You know, uh, the gate is the fullness of Christ in salvation being born again. So we enter through that gate with thanksgiving uh, in his courts with praise. And so, and then the next place we go is to the altar of sacrifice. And so this is the brazen altar. And what we see is, is that there's three phases again. Uh, we have the three phases of spirit, soul, and body. And we have also Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So the brazen altar is, is the sacrifice where the blood of Jesus Christ, instead of, the, of goats and animals, now we have the blood of Jesus Christ was shed for the redemption of not just us, it's all mankind for the whole world. He died so that we could live. He knew, he who knew no sin became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So my flesh, our flesh died with Christ. We died. We died bodily, we died spiritually, and we died with him. We, uh, we were that sacrifice with. So that's the brazen altar, and that's the altar of sacrifice. And then we move into, uh, this still in the outer court, we move uh, into the laver. And, and that's where we get washed. That's where the priests, and we have the high priest. We are priests. That's where the priests wash their hands and their feet. And we, and we are washed clean with the word of God. We're, it's a washing. Like last our last podcast, we, 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 we talked about our, our virginity. Our, we're virgins. We've been washed. We are clean. Our past is gone. That water washes us. And the word of God is revealed. As we wash ourselves in the word of God, the word is revealed. The word of God is alive and active and living inside of us. And that's the revelation knowledge that we get uh, through the word. And then we move into the holy place. As that is happening, as we're washed clean and we've, we've uh, had the brazen, brazen altar, we've, uh, we've given of ourselves, we've died to self, we move into 
the, the table of showbread. And the table of showbread is the word of God becomes spirit, the word of God. We're eating, we're eating the bread of life. I begin eating and feasting on the word of God and it becomes life. And as we eat it, it just, it just fills, it just fills our, our, our mind, our body uh, as the spirit of God just enters in. And then Jesus is the real bread of life. And he says, if you eat of this bread, you'll never die. And so that's the showbread that, uh, that, that, that is, is in the holy place. And then we move into the lampstand. And the lampstand is the light of Christ begins to shine in our minds and our hearts and our souls. And, and I put on the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. And that glow and that gl uh, of, 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 the, of the lampstand is a major part. And there's just teachings on each one of these uh, uh, places in, in the holy place. And then, we, and then we move into the altar of incense. Uh, is, is, is in the holy place. And the altar of incense is where intercessory prayer takes over the emotions and, and quiets our, in our entire soul. We're totally dying to self and disrobing self to enter the presence. We're entering into the presence of God through the veil, uh, which is Jesus Christ. He's the high priest moving us in into the, into the holy of holy, the presence of God. And so as we enter into the presence, uh, uh, before we get into that part, I just want to, uh, some scriptures that just help us and reveal uh, the, the, what's going on. Hebrews 10, 19 through 22 has been one of my, my, my dearly loved scriptures that I just love so much. So, and now, and, and this is the confidence that we have now, brothers and sisters in God's family, because of the blood of Jesus, he welcomes us. Where does he welcomes us? He welcomes us to come into where? The most holy, the holy holies sanctuary in the heavenly realm, the heavenly realm, and we're entering into it now boldly without hesitation. We enter into the, the veil that's been torn. We enter into the holy holies uh, without any hesitation, for he has dedicated a new life-giving way for us to approach God. For just as the veil was torn in two, Jesus's body was torn open to give us, look at this, free and fresh access to him. And since we now have a magnificent high priest, Jesus Christ, to welcome us into, the, into God's house, we're going to look at where God's house is. Where's God's house? We come closer to God and approach him with an open heart, fully convinced that nothing, nothing will keep us at a distance from him. For our hearts, our hearts, our, our soul, our mind, our will, emotions, our hearts have been sprinkled with the blood to remove impurity. And we have been freed, look at this, freed from an accusing conscience. Let's just make, let's go through this. For our hearts have been sprinkled with blood, the blood of Jesus Christ, and, and to remove the impurity, those stains. And again, that's what we talked about in our last part, but, but the virginity being restored in us because we are virgins. We're the bride of Christ and he's the bridegroom. And in this marriage feast that we get to celebrate and knowing our identity. And we've been freed from an accusing conscience, which is the, that's our conscience that is accusing us of our past all the mistakes, the hurts, and the guilt, and the shame, and even the people speaking against us, because Jesus was spoken against, and that accusing concept, I'm not good enough, I can't enter into the presence of God. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. 
That's not coming from the Holy Spirit. So now we are clean, unstained, and presentable to God inside and out. And then an, another scripture is, is just understanding our righteousness. Is, is righteousness is the ability to stand and enter into the presence of God without any sense of guilt, shame, fear, feelings of inadequacy, failure, regret, wrong, wrongdoing, or sin. We can enter in now. And so it's just like we'd never sin. That it's that innocent spirit, just like we'd never sin. And then we can and we, we can just, just like Adam stood in the garden without any sin, with any doubt, totally trusting God. That's what righteousness looks like and, and what it is. And so now we can enter into the, the holy of holies, into the presence of God, which is the Ark of the Covenant. And we enter into worship. We enter his glory, the glory. We're going to talk about more about the glory. His glory, which is his presence, power, and goodness. That's dwelling. See, and again, we are the tabernacle. We are the temple of God. We carry his spirit, soul, and body in us. And he is the way, the truth, and life into his presence. His presence is his power and his goodness. We enter. That's the glory of God that surrounds us. And so this is an important scripture here, too. And, and, and what we're, I just love John, the whole chapter of John 14. It's just so neat when, when I, because it, it deals with our, the dwelling place. It dwells with who we are, our identity in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and, and, and us included in here. So, and, and this, this is John 14, uh, verse 2. Uh, in this, and I'm reading in the in the Passion Translation here, and we're going to read verse two also. Then in the Mirror Translation, and we're going to be looking at the study notes, the uh, the footnotes in this. So, my Father's house. So the question is, where does the divine nature of God dwell? My Father's house has many dwelling places. If it were otherwise, I would tell you plainly, because I go to prepare a place for you to do what? To rest, to find you as your home. And so in John 2, the footnotes here, there are many resting places on the way to the Father's house. Or, or there are many homes in my Father's household. The Father's house is also mentioned uh, in, in, in uh, John 2, verse 16. Uh, where is it, where it is his temple on earth, his dwelling place. This is not just heaven, but the dwelling place of God among men. This is, there is ample, there's ample room for people from every nation in necessity, in necessity uh, room uh, to share for the church. The body of Christ is now the house of God. So, so the house of God, we are the house of God. That's what, so every believer is now one of the many, look at this, many dwelling places that make up God's house, the temple, the tabernacle. We are carrying that. And then, and then Jesus uh, in, in John 14 too, Jesus's going, joining was to go through death, resurrection in order to make us ready to be his dwelling place. He had to go not to heaven, but he had to go to the cross and pass through resurrection. That's the footnotes uh, in, in uh verse two. Now reading this in the uh, mirror translation, it says, God makes my father's house home. What makes my father's house home? 
is your place in it. So what makes my father's house home is our, our, carry your, the people is our place in it. If this was not the ultimate conclusion of, now again, who's speaking here? This is Jesus speaking. He's speaking. What makes my father's house home? It's our place in it. If this was not the ultimate conclusion of my mission, Jesus's mission, why would I even bother to do what I'm about to do if it was not to prepare a place for us, for you and I? Here, you and I, the people listening. Why would I not be preparing a place for it? I have come to persuade you of a place of seamless oneness where you belong. And then verse three in the in the passion transfer, for when everything is ready, I'll come back and take you to myself so that you will be where I am. And they were wondering and asking, where are you going? And then the footnote here, which is really, really well, it says he, uh, and this is talking about the bride coming to take his bride back. He takes us as his bride through his death and resurrection. He's coming back can also refer to us coming alive within the believer. So he had to leave and, and ascend because he, after, in the resurrection, he came back for 40 days and he ascended in heaven. And he says, if after 50 days, you're going you're gonna to receive the Holy Spirit. And so that's an important part that, that he had to leave so God, the Holy Spirit, could live in man. So God, uh, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living and tabernacling in, inside of man. So the tabernacle is of love is now. And again, we've talked about the trees We've talked about love, and the and, and the roots of the tree are, are is love, and the roots produce the fruit, and so the root of of love is patient, it's kind, it's truthful, it trusts, it protects, it's hope, and it perseveres, and out of that comes the divine love of the fruit of the spirit that comes out of there. That's not something we work for; it is a part of the root system that we have, knowing that the tabernacle of love is living inside of us. So let's look at this. This is Ephesians 3, 16 through 19 in the Amplified uh, Translation. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of what? His glory, his presence, power, and goodness to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the, where? In the inner man, in that soul, by the Holy Spirit, the spirit and the soul. Himself, where? Indwelling your innermost being and personality. May he grant you out of the rich treasure of his glory to be strengthened, reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit revealing to us his indwelling, your innermost being and personality. May Christ through your faith actually dwell, actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his permanent home. Where? In our hearts. In our hearts. May you be rooted. Where? How? deep in love and founded securely on love. Let me make sure we get that. May Christ through your faith actually dwell, actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his permanent home where? In our hearts, inside of it. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely in that love. There's that love tree over that we have pictured here that you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp 
with all the saints. So we're saints. We're, we're saints. God's devoted people, the experience of that love. We experience God's love. And so as we experience, that's a major revelation because if we're not experiencing God's love, we're going to be in the holy place. We're not going to be entering into the holy host. We're going to be in the outer court. And so as we are washed clean and know we've been washed clean and we've laid our life down, we died with Christ, we rose with him and understand what the, and listen and hear his voice through his word speaking to us. And so as we, uh, if we're God's devoted people, the experience of that love, what is the breadth and length and height and depth of that love? We experience that love. And that's the experience we get in moving in through that veil and entering into the Holy Holies. That you, that you may really come to know practically through experience uh, for yourselves the love of Christ, which far surpasses just mere knowledge. It's the wisdom without experience that you will be filled through all your being unto the fullness of God, that we're filled into the fullness of God, you may have the richest measure of what? The divine presence of God in that tabernacle, in that holy, holy. So you may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. That's so rich that it's, I, we could just focus on that scripture right there. But that tabernacle of love, when we recognize that we're loved and how much God loved us, that he became that sacrifice for us. It's not about anything we do. It's what he did. And we've been washed clean. We can enter into the holy place. And as we, we eat and feed on his word, we've been washed clean. The light of Christ and the intercessory prayer, uh, the altar of incense, we enter in because the Holy Spirit is alive. We enter into the tabernacle, the place, uh, into the holy of holies, his presence there. We become the new, the new Jerusalem now. And, and again, as we enter in, we recognize that we are in that that we saw this the holy city, the new Jerusalem. Uh, and this is Revelations 21, verses two through four in the Passion Translation. And we are that new. We are this community. We are the new Jerusalem. I saw the holy city. So this is John speaking in the vision in Revelation, which is revealing who we are now and what Jesus Christ did in the presence of God. I saw the holy city. The new, the new Jerusalem descending out of heaven. And who is that? That's Jesus, the realm of, from, of the presence of God, like a riding bride had, had been prepared for her husband, adorned with her wedding. This is the, the this is that, that bride, this is that virginity that has been restored. This is our, our pure and holiness that we have waiting for uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the bridegroom. And, and I heard a thunderous voice from the throne saying, look, God's tabernacle, look at this, God's tabernacle is with who? Human beings, us, it's us. And from now on, he will tabernacle with them as their God. He's living inside of us. The spirit of God is living inside of man. Now, God himself will have his home with them. God with them will be their God. Oh, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and eliminate death entirely. 
No one will mourn or weep any longer. The pain of wounds, of those accusation wounds are gone, will no longer exist. And, and, and for the old order has ceased. The, when, when Christ was crucified on the cross, we died with him, we rose with him, we descended with him, we ascended with him, and we're living with him now, and he's living inside us. That old order of the sacrificial system has gone, and the new way has entered in. His way is into the tabernacle, has happened now. So we have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. In 2 Corinthians 5, 21, for, for God made him who had no sin, Jesus, to be sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we become a mobile, a global mobile tabernacle of love now with that love radiating through us, in us and through us and the glory of God uh, in us. And this is Ephesians 2 verses 18 through 21. Because of Christ, both the Jew and the Gentile now enjoy equal access to, to the Father, to the Father in one spirit. We are united in one. There's no division. He did this for all of humanity. The conclusion is clear. You are no longer frowned upon as a foreigner. You, uh, you are where you belong and part of the intimate family. We're in the family of God because of what Jesus Christ did. Your lives now give tangible, tangible evidence, tangible definition to the spiritual structure having been built into by God upon the foundation of the prophets and the apostles. Jesus Christ himself is the chief cornerstone. That's who we look to, to build everything that we're building here, which is our body, our body, our spirit, soul, and our body. In him, every one of us are like living, look at this, Lego blocks fitted together uh, of the same fabric, the same conversation, giving every increasing articulation to what? A global, mobile sanctuary intertwined in the Lord. We are that global, mobile sanctuary intertwined. In, you know, we are carrying the divine nature of God living in us, much like Adam did, the first Adam, we have the second Adam that, re that redeemed us, and we are that living Christ in us, the hope of glory now. So the glory of God, the glory of God, and so we have, and this is in Exodus 40, verses 34 through 38, and what we find is then the cloud, the Shekinah glory, the visible presence of God, the knowingness uh, covered, the Shekinah glory covered, and this covered the tent of meetings, which is the tabernacle, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to even enter the tent of meetings because the cloud remained upon it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And all our journeys and all their journeys and all their journeys, wherever the cloud was taken up from over the tower, the Israelites went, so they followed the glory of God. They followed what we have as the Holy Spirit that we can follow and listen. But the cloud, it was not taken up. They did not journey on till that, the, till the day was, was taken up. For throughout all their journeys, the cloud of the Lord was, was upon the tabernacle by day, and fire was, was in it by night in the sight of all the house of Israel. 
So as we listen to the Holy Spirit, as we enter into his holy place and into the holy of holies, his presence is, is so he becomes visible to us through the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So it's important that we recognize that we are the temple of God. He is living and alive inside of us. Uh, the glory of the Lord surrounds us. In, in everything, in every place that, that we go. We are that walking uh, tabernacle. Amen mm -hmm. and amen. You know, Glenn, as you were uh, working your way uh, and teaching that, uh, there was a, a, a thing that I've always heard a mutual friend of ours. His name is Dr. Dave Robinson. He's a big marketplace minister like, like we do. And, and, you know, I always remember his response to the question, they said, um, somebody he asked him once, he said, where do you go to church? He goes, I am the church. Where do you want me to go? And I was thinking, what you're teaching on today is exactly that point. That's the whole reason that the Holy Spirit comes upon us is that we are now the church, and our role is to expand the kingdom of God uh, on earth as it is in heaven. And, you know, that's why this teaching is so important, because not only are you explaining, not only historically by moving through the tabernacle, which is Old Testament, but not often, not taught as often as it should be, because it gives the authenticity to the New Testament and what Jesus actually did for all of us, so that we could then be part, you know, we could be part of that. So I'm I'm so excited to see us really dive into kind of some of these deeper concepts so that people understand. Because I think one of the things that I remember also hit me early on was when I got that revelation that um, it says the veil was rent from the top to the bottom, which means that was God opening up a way for us to have that kind of access. Because as you know, in the in the Old Testament days, it could only be the uh, the high priest who could make that journey. And now, uh, as you like to say, Glenn, heaven is open now. <laughs> yeah, that is so good. That's so good. And for us to realize it's a now, we're dealing with a now gospel. What is, what was, what is to come. The what is to come has already come. <laughs> and, yes. and we're living in and what was and 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 the is part. So it, he is and he's dwelling inside of us. And again, so much of this is Jesus just speaking to the people there. He had to leave so that he could die and cleanse us so that we could go into the Holy of Holies. And we've been cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. The final sacrifice has been made. And so we don't have to go sacrificing. It's becoming who we are in Christ and knowing that. Yeah, the, these these teachings are so powerful, Glenn, because they they give us that perspective. And and I hope viewer wherever you are in the world watching us, that I hope that you're you're really taking a moment to to dig deep into these because this is really going to change how you operate your life from here on out. It's like a divine appointment uh, that if you uh, if you will take advantage of the teachings and go study this for yourself glenn it's like we we always say it's not it's not an opinion show you're just quoting scripture you know yeah yeah and and, and that's that's really the challenge here too is 
listen, listen to other uh, sermons and other people. And, and again, read the word of God and, and write down, write down uh, and, and ask questions. You're going to, and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you uh, what it is and, and come alongside small groups is just a great way uh, to, to minister to one another. Get some like-minded people uh, that, that really are hungry. They're hungry and thirsty for the word of God. They want to be fed. They want to be washed clean and they're what and, and and in that in a transparency type of group not not a religious group one that really is digging deep uh that you know the, the that's walking by the grace and the love and the mercy of of jesus christ that's jesus christ focus uh and that's really important and, and uh I, I, I know for myself personally, because I came to Christ in business, was discipled in business, and that's why I look at business as ministry as so, so an important part, and and, uh, and, and that's why we, we can do what we're doing here, because we're not asking for money. We're taking the Word of God out, and, and, and this revelation has come through the Holy Spirit, not by going to seminary. Uh, it's come through, really, the Word of God and, and the speaking, and, and pretty much what we're doing is just reading as Carrie said, we're reading the Word of God, different translations, because there's some places that say, just read one translation, and this is it. This is the one you got, you got to read this one. And so it's really important that we really have a mindset uh, of, about the divine nature of God, of who he is, and the glory of God living inside of us. Yeah, and the thing is, as you study this more, it makes you hungrier to study more, because you find yourself really getting not only a revelation about everything that's going on around you, but also how God sees you and views you. And that's why the kingdom living thing is so important. And I want to remind you, by the way, if you're curious, you should visit gareppel.com. Uh, that's a site we don't often talk about, but Glenn, that's actually uh, your business site. And so people, you know, they may go like, okay, I hear about marketplace ministry. I hear about uh, business place ministry. What is all this that you actually do? And again, I love it because right there on the homepage, it says reach your purpose, which is the same uh, thing that we're after as we do the kingdom living teachings to reach your purpose. And Glenn, I think that's one of the reasons why uh, we always close out the um, podcast with the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, because it is so important that you appropriate this for yourself because as you do, it's going to really uh, shift how you perceive things and take you to levels that God knew from before the foundation of the earth, but now you're just walking into the fullness of it as you study the kingdom living. And please, if this message um, is, is helping you, be sure you like and share uh, with others, because that's how we keep the good news going and growing and uh uh, that's a biblical mandate anyways, to take the gospel unto the whole world to help make sure that it's preached to every creature, <laughs> Glenn, and that's surely what we're doing, <laughs> or trying to anyway, with God's help. <laughs> Amen, because this, this truth... Uh, the light shining on darkness is really what it was about, and 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 God's word is light, and so it's really important. So let's uh, let's declare the believer's declaration of rights. So we have these rights. We have these these constitutional kingdom rights that we have right now. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. So we are those king. We are priests. We can enter into that into that tabernacle in the holy of holies. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. We read that scripture. I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. God is love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth 
now with righteousness, peace, and joy, which comes through the Holy Spirit. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God, the Father, God, the Holy, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities and powers and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have victory. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrected power, the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Wow. You know, if we really believe our Bible and we take advantage of this, there's really nothing that stands uh, stands in the way of a true believer. And one of the things, Glenn, uh, I wanted to remind listeners uh, before we close in prayer today is that I really want to encourage you, wherever you're watching this, to go to therepleminute.com, because not only are you going to be able to access the entire library of uh, Kingdom Living Podcasts, this is literally podcast number 92, and I would almost... Uh, offer you that I think that if you would go through these, it's like a master's level course in kingdom living, because you will really get a, a, just a radically uh, appropriate biblical understanding uh, through just reading, just going along as, as we talk through these biblical passages. And not only that, there you can also access the REPL Minute. That's that daily Monday through Friday uh, brief uh, moment of biblical inspiration each day that will also help you on your kingdom living walk. Those are there free of charge. In fact, there's a link you can just drop your email if you just like it um, and deliver directly into your inbox. Nobody's going to start harassing you about a lot of other things. That's all we need is just your email address. Like Glenn said, you know, you won't, you won't find a donate here button or anything on the website because this is about getting God's word into your hands, nothing more. And so, uh, Glenn, it's just always a privilege and an honor to be part of everything that uh, uh, we're, we're, we're working on through, uh, through God's mandate to take the gospel to the whole world. So this is, this is exciting, and, and I'm just so glad that you, you are here. And Glenn, let's pray out and, and pray for everybody when the sound of this message that they can experience kingdom living. Yes, Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we just, Father, we just thank you as Carrie was just speaking, Lord, that, that your word is carried out all over the world. Your word, it touches people's lives, their hearts. It opens their hearts up to hear your voice. Your voice is speaking to them. It brings healing. It brings healing. It removes all those wounds of, of, of unforgiveness, of, of hurt, uh, words that have been spoken over you. And God's love just fills all those wounds and just receive his love because he loves you. He loves us and he gave his life for us. And with that, receive that love now. And that brings healing to the soul and to the body. All those wounds that maybe your, your earthly father spoke over are an abandoned spirit that you've got that someone's 
hurt you, abandoned you. Uh, and Father, we just Father, we just speak to those wounds in the name of Jesus. Bring healing, bring healing to the soul, to the body, to the spinal cord, to the spinal cord. As 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 one hears the word of God, that spine, that spine just aligns the hips and the knees and the legs and the pain goes away now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you. We just thank you that your word does not return void. We just speak life. We speak life to those people that are listening, that are online, that are watching. And Father, just use your word to bring life. We just lift this up in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Glenn, for another amazing walk and journey as we build out together the kingdom living. And thank you, viewer, for staying with us. And again, kingdom living is what it's all about. Be sure you visit therepleminute.com, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast. God bless you.